Face Up and Listen, the running podcast where I chat to people who have inspired me throughout my running journey so far. This week, I'm joined by Wendy Rumble and Ros Cook, mums, marathoners, and co-founders of The Buggy Squad. Wendy is also the founder of the original Buggy Runners community, and Ros is a physiotherapist. We're going to be chatting about some amazing running communities, the joys of buggy running, and the importance of properly researching any running buggy before buying it. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Thank you both so much for joining me. Um, can I start by asking you both how you actually started getting interested in running? Sure. So um, growing up, I was a hockey player. That was uh what I did that was very much part of who I was and it took up a lot of my time and then when I was in my mid-20s I just I was um struggling with my weight a little bit I was doing Weight Watchers and uh, finding it very dull um no offense to anyone that does Weight Watchers but for me uh, yeah I was struggling a bit with it and I had all these people at work at that moment in time saying that when they ran a marathon the weight just fell off them so I thought oh well that's what I'll do then so uh I got a charity place in the London marathon which was in 13 weeks time from that uh, point in time and yeah I'd never entered a running race before um uh, I was fit through playing hockey but that was my start in um, in running and then obviously it's evolved over the years that was sort of mid-20s and since having children I, I don't play hockey anymore because it doesn't work around my life but what I have found is running really does and I know we'll come on to talk about buggy running as part of that uh, but that is how I started doing uh, running. Amazing how did you find running that first marathon? Oh I loved it I became completely obsessed with the London Marathon, the buzz. I was living in London at the time. Um, Yeah, just absolutely loved it. Had a training plan, stuck to it religiously. You know, I didn't have any children to get in the way of my training. (laughs) In fact, life was pretty simple. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, absolutely. And what an atmosphere. The London Marathon is just incredible. Mm. And I've gone on to do... um, I think I'm up to marathon number seven now. So I definitely have enjoyed that process. Mm. And was it a similar story for you, Ross, or completely different? Um, Well, actually, it's quite similar in a way. (laughs) So maybe this is why Wendy and I are kindred spirits in the the running world. Um, So I also was a hockey player. So I played hockey through uni and, yeah, through my sort of 20s. But um, I... (laughs) had the challenge because I I'm a physio and I wanted to work in sport I ended up having to give up a lot of my Saturdays and my weekends for work um working with sports teams and traveling to competitions etc so um again hockey didn't really fit uh, so I I initially started to think oh what else should I do oh I quite like the idea of doing triathlon um so I was one of those people because I really enjoy swimming um and and I find it quite easy. So I thought, oh, I'll do that. And I, I don't mind going on the bike. And I'm not great at running, but because it's the bit at the end, it'll be all right. Um, <laughs> so 
<laughs> I was just like, you know, you just hang on for the run. Once you've done the swim and the bike, you've only got a run left. It's fine. <laughs> um, so I went from, I think I did about two sprint triathlons, uh, like an Olympic, and then went straight in at half marathon, uh, half marathon, half Ironman distance. Oh, my do. goodness. Um, <laughs> so, um, and I... <sighs> And then from that, I was like, oh, well, I, you know, there's this thing about, oh, shall I do an Ironman? And, it, you know, that's just a ridiculous distance of everything that you have to do. And, you know, there's a marathon at the end of it, you know, just just a marathon. And so I thought, well, I better actually run a marathon before, you know, you try and put all those bits together. So I actually did write a marathon as my first one. And like Wendy, yeah, just got that bug of like, oh, this is really good fun. Oh my God, people will just cheer for you. Um, the atmosphere. And, yeah, it was it was great. And, and I started going to park run. And I think I suppose my mindset shifted from running as being something, oh, I have to do it or like, I'd have to do it for fitness for hockey. Or, it, yeah, it became its own own thing rather than something, you know, you did to get fit or you did to do to be able to do a sport and I think yeah it's gone from there really just that sort of uh love of being able to just put your trainers on and go out the door um and not you know you can put your watch on you can make it as techie or as untechy as you want when you go running you can go out and have a chat you can go and do some sprints you can go and like there's just so many options and and yeah, and then quite luckily, really sort of felt quite inspired um, by people around me and then have gone on to do more marathons um, as a result of that. And and yeah, and, and now when I'm away with work and the people I work with, they, they always know I'll be the person out running in the morning or they'll ask me for where, where the best running route is to go wherever we're staying because normally I've had a look where we are, planned something, gone out and, and I love it. And I running just gives you, I'm sure Wendy would agree, that ability to get out, get to see places, space. Yeah, the, the benefits are numerous. So, mm, the freedom that yeah. comes with it, yeah. Definitely, definitely. So, yeah, I think I was, I'm a reformed runner. <laughs> I would describe myself as. How did you two actually meet then? Because if you were running different marathons at different times, um, was it through, <laughs> were you friends from beforehand or how did you get to um, become partners? Oh, right. Wendy, do you want to start this one off? <laughs> <laughs> so we both live in Maidenhead. Um, which some people always get confused with Maidstone, but Maidenhead is in between Slough and Reading, um, near the lovely places like Windsor and Henley. And we were uh, both at Park Run one lovely Saturday morning, and I had a business at the time called runningbuggies.com, which was the first online retailer specialising in selling running buggies. So when I went to Park Run, I would just walk up to people and start talking to them about, uh, you know, running buggies, basically. <laughs> and Roz was stood there heavily pregnant. And I was like, right, I've got, I'm going to go talk to this lady, <laughs> aren't I? Um, and she was quite quick to tell me that she'd already bought her buggy. I think she was telling me to basically go away, leave her alone. But um, we had a nice little chat, as you do, uh, in that beautiful community environment that is Park Run. Mm -hmm. And then after she'd had her 
lovely little girl, um, she got back in contact um, and protested me. Yeah, that's a good summary. I was accosted at Parkrun and then I came back to pester her. Um, so I suppose for a bit more context for you, Amelia, is that, um, yeah, I, I was not a, oh, let's do NCT. I was, yeah, I, I wasn't, <laughs> it was away a lot during my pregnancy with work. Um, and I didn't really have much of a, I didn't really know that many people in my community because we'd, I, we'd end up moving here because of work with my husband and, and we were really settled. But, you, you know, when everyone's busy and working, it, you, you sort of, you live, but you don't necessarily know people and places. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I, I had been going to Part 1 quite regularly and lovely Wendy came to speak to me. And then once I'd, I'd had my little girl, I was a bit like, right, well, I'm, I, know I, want, I know I want to run and I know I want to use my running buggy. And being a physio, I knew, like, you know, I need to be sensible and you know I've, I've just spent nine months growing a human so my body's not going to snap back um and it's I need to approach that in a sensible way but also I've, I've never run with a buggy so I need to understand how how to do that so um I emailed Wendy and sort of said hi you know we met at Park Run i I was a bit dismissive of you at this point. I think I probably heard something like that. But I said, I, I have all these questions. Um, please help me. Uh, and she very, very kindly did. Um, and then I think I pestered her again and went, okay, that's great. Uh, which probably goes on to talk about how did we um, set up our group. But I was like, are there any running groups locally that, you know, I can go to with, with my running buggy and she was like no but you could go to buggy fit and I'm like I don't want to go and squat in a field with my buggy or in a park like that was not that that just didn't appeal to me I think it's great for so many people but for me it just didn't appeal uh so I said to Wendy well should we set up a running group then um and it sort of went from there really went would you say yeah, yeah. I mean, I was quite reluctant because I was so busy with running buggies and having two young children of my own at that point. And just I couldn't imagine where I was going to find any capacity to, you know, start something new again. Um, but actually, the more we talked, the more I realised that we had something that was really unique. So I had all this expertise around the buggies and obviously my own experience of running and having had two children and then Ros has all this amazing experience of the running of having a child and being a sports physio but not just any sports physio one of the best sports physios in the country and I thought I think there's something we can do that is going to give something back and if it doesn't work it doesn't matter um so we always went back to, let's organise it, let's not put any pressure on ourselves. It's not about making money. We're not going to charge anyone. People can come and run with us or not. And anyway, so, it, you know, it, if the worst case scenario is it's just us that goes for a run, that's not so bad. <laughs> we're going to run anyway. Yeah, we've, we've got to run on, on, you know, at least one day a week. Um, actually that never happened it no. was never just us there was always other people that wanted to come with us so, so how did you yeah. find that people were receiving it you found people were interested straight away 
Yeah, yeah. It's quite a niche, right? So if you think about the mums that you know, there aren't that many that run. And then there's only a proportion of those that are going to love running or want to get into running so much that they have a suitable buggy. Mm. Um, So there was always between sort of, I'd say, six to 12 people on a run. Um, Dads, too sometimes which was really nice Mm. Um, and I had a lot of uh, demo buggies through my business so we could lend people buggies um, for the sessions so that's such a good idea flexible and inclusive as well and I think you're right Wendy I think we had this it was very much about trying to help people find time to be able to exercise and not feel guilty and not feel you know that they were sort of neglecting their parental duties by you know wanting to do something for themselves Mm. and and that's why buggy running's so awesome because you can do something for yourself but you you know your small person's coming along with you for the ride and you can talk about what you see and what you you know and 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 that relationship you have with your child and and them in the buggy changes over time you know I think when they're really little it can be about them just you know they get some rest they get some fresh air get some sleep as they get older for example like today I took my daughter out she's she's literally just turned four and we're talking about oh look at the ice look at this look at you know what's happening over there and we have a conversation about what's going on um Mm. and I think yeah and and buggy squad was always about helping people to to find options that they could exercise and and yeah and have some enjoyment as well of that I was just going to say that what I was quite clear when I started my business um back in 2015 um the, the whole my whole why was to enable parents to have the freedom to exercise and my belief was that by having the right buggy it enables that and actually that sort of tied in with buggy squad as well I just feel like if people more people knew it was an option when they bought their buggy and they got the right buggy to to give them that freedom then there would be so many happier parents out there because it's not necessarily about long runs or training for a race. It's just, you know, maybe fitting in a little run when you go to the post office or I used to like run to rhyme time and back or to play dates and those little bursts of exercise, they just made me feel so much better about life when I was sleep deprived, craving sugar (laughs) just probably cranky as hell (laughs) Um, but yeah that's that's what what it's all about and still is now through the Facebook community the original buggy runners um even though I am no longer buggy running sadly because my children have selfishly grown up (laughs) and are now six and eight and they're a bit big for it um yeah, that I still have that community where 5,000 people are members and talk about buggy running to help inspire each other. Mm, I think especially at the moment, it's so nice to have that community online because it's so lovely that 
to hear a story about you two meeting at Parkrun and I miss Parkrun so much I love that community but to hear that the online community is still flourishing is that makes me so happy um yeah yeah I agree and I think all right I mean I suppose a reflection of how important Parkrun's become to Wendy and I not it's not only just the place that we met I mean our Wendy's volunteered numerous times. I'm now a run director at our Maidenhead Park Run. But also we, we at our park run, we all have pacer weeks, you know, like there's a lot of park runs have done. But we've run those with all, all the pacers being buggy runners. So we had people running from 19 minutes through to 45 minutes, you know, different time intervals and things. Wow. Um, and it was fantastic to, you know, we're really lucky that our park run community is so welcoming um, yeah. and so inclusive. And what was great when, you know, when we were having our running groups, we also had alongside our sort of normal advent- normal runs that we do on a Thursday, we would do like an adventure run once a month on a Sunday. So for parents who were working, they could still come along and be involved. You know, if Thursdays didn't work for them and we, we try and pick like nice, nice places where you could go out for a run and we could all sit and have a coffee and some, normally someone bought cake, at least one more thing. <laughs> so it was definitely worth going just for the cake. Um, but then we also did our we did some couch to five k groups. I think how many did we do in the end, Wendy? It must have been at least what six or eight. I was going to say between six and eight. Yeah, it was such a rewarding program to lead. Uh, it was just wonderful to see people going from relative inactivity and then to the the happiness they felt when they could run. 5k non-stop and I I'm actually coaching uh, a group at the moment not of buggy runners uh, of mums and they're on week six and I can see that because unfortunately it's virtual it's a virtual group at the moment they are missing that community aspect and some of them have confidence issues because they can't get to something like park run and see it's all ages it's all shapes and sizes it doesn't matter how fast you go um and I just think community is so important in running definitely mm. definitely and I think that that's what we were so lucky with is that at the time when we you know we were doing our groups is that you know the graduation would be let's go to park run and actually then they would have the confidence to run with their buggy in the throng of park run (laughs) Um, you know because it is tough and Amelia you will you will have this experience (laughs) 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 at some point hopefully when park run comes back but it is um you know what was great is to see people get you know to have that confidence to you know turn up on a Saturday with their buggy and know that they were just just as entitled to be there and you know to be part of that community and run and and you know we're really what's great is that there's a small I would call it a small flat flat upward section or a small hill we have to do twice in our course and it it's it is quite small but it's not insignificant and especially as your children get heavier in a buggy um, and what's really nice at Maidenhead you can always guarantee someone will offer to help you push up the hill um, which is like really nice so um yeah let's hope especially after covid though everyone 
when they do go back to park run still has that lovely welcoming and, and helpful persona that we love it for I'm sure they will I have to say when I very first started park run I have to say, I was one of those people who was thinking, oh, I've got to dodge this buggy, dodge that buggy. I'm trying to get round here. I, give me a space, give me a chance. And I'm thinking, I can't wait to get back to parkrun with my buggy and be that person. <laughs> so, <laughs> Definitely. And normally you'll get asked, have you got a motor in there? Is can there I get a- in? Can I get yeah. in? Oh, my God, if I had a pound for every time someone told me, can I get in? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Uh, so yeah it's it's quite funny and the people who will try and sprint past you in the last 20 10 20 meters because they don't want to be beaten by the lady with the buggy uh, <laughs> they don't very... realize though ross we've got a hockey finish in us i know, I know. and it's quite funny because you can feel them like starting to try and edge up so you just just go with them and then if you time it right you can get into the finish line before them in the <laughs> I look forward not, to having a go at that. Not that we're competitive <laughs> at all. <laughs> oh. Can I ask you, when you were doing the um, buggy squad, did you find that people found it difficult to adjust to running with a buggy or how, do, how did people adjust to the form changes? I think they did. They were, I think it is, it is a different style of running. It, you know, it feels, if you were a runner before, it does feel different and if you've not been a runner before it feels difficult and challenging because we all know running is difficult and challenging even when you're very proficient at it running is still difficult um so I think what we were very fortunate because Wendy has such amazing technical knowledge of the buggies and obviously I come from a physio point of view and a you know movement and understanding them sort of biomechanics is that we really started to have a look at you know what advice there was out there but also we looked at some of the research that's around there around using different handholds and the impact on your energy um and then i think the other thing we were very fortunate was that we had quite a variety of buggies because they are all quite different as i'm sure wendy will <laughs> talk about um so we were able to try and match people up a little bit more around you know you look at the look at the size of the person the small person that's going to go in there um and then height and and also confidence so if you you've got someone who who is lacking confidence you want a buggy that's easy to push um and easy to maneuver so i think we we sort of tried to factor those things in and then also when it was someone's first sort of time running with the buggy it was actually spend some time as once we got the group going about you know, how to start with two hands, how to use one hand, how to change, um, adjusting handlebars. So, yeah, I think that, and, and our Couch 5K groups, they had sort of, uh, each week we'd give them like a little block of uh, cards which had different themes on. So, like, week one was, like, how to warm up and cool down. Uh, week two was how to run with the buggy. <laughs> <laughs> so, they were just little reminders um, so if they did have a buggy they could access when they weren't with us, they could have those reminders as well. So, mm. so yeah. Wendy, what would you say? I mean, when you start running with a buggy, it is harder. Even if you have a couple of weeks off and you go back to it, it's harder. And let's remember that little person is getting heavier as each week goes past. So you're... you're um, kind of Ross talks a lot about load in physio terms and so you're constantly sort of increasing the 
pushing the load. Um, the tendency is to hinge at the waist, lean forward, and end up sort of leaning on on the buggy like you would push a shopping trolley. But it they're they're really well made now. You know, you don't need to do that. You need to put the handlebar at the right height so that your arms are at a right angle. You need to imagine that balloon floating up out of your head so that you're nice and and tall and they you know even I get often asked about will it affect my stride length slightly but actually they have um, a wider wheelbase so it's not the same experience as when you're pushing a non-running buggy down the high street so. Hmm. Would you say you had a top tip about running with a buggy or choosing a running buggy? I think you know the main thing is to get a buggy that's suitable for running. And one of my immense frustrations is how confusing it is for parents. There are so many buggies out there that have a name that makes you think it's a running buggy, but it's not. If it's got sport or jogger or runner in the title of the buggy name from the manufacturer that does not make it a running <laughs> buggy unfortunately which is bonkers you'd think you know someone in trading standards would have <laughs> stopped that a long time ago but clearly mm -hmm. not um so you want to be looking for a buggy that has suspension that has uh, larger wheels that are airfield like a bike um you want to ideally have a handbrake so that when you're running downhill, you can slow yourself down to control the buggy. A safety strap that goes around your hand. So if you were to trip, your reflex is to open your hand and therefore your, your buggy is not kind of separated from you. Um, and a fixed front wheel. So there are lots of buggies that have a, a swivel front wheel and you need to be able to fix it into a locked straight position so that if you hit a pothole, you glide on through as opposed to being pulled off to the side because the number one risk with a running buggy is tipping over to the side. Um, so I guess top tips wise, get a buggy that's suitable. That is the most important thing. And then you can do a little bit of research and refine that technique so as we've just discussed pushing with one hand is ideal so you can pump the other arm but then switch hands so you don't become dominant on one side mm, yeah I'm still building up to one hand I'm still firmly two-handed at the moment but hopefully I'm getting there with my confidence and a bit more strength hopefully soon yeah exactly and even if it's just for a couple of seconds right Ros? Yeah, definitely. I think just that it it definitely is a confidence to like let go with two. But actually, once you've done it a little bit, it you, you then think, oh, why would I hold on with two hands? Because it's so much easier. Um, I mean, there are definitely times when you want to run with two hands. And that might be if you're, you know, encountering a section that might go uphill. Um, and in that situation, you want to you want to. Um, be close into your handlebar and drive through your legs so your legs are pushing you and the load upwards um, and you don't end up sort of arms locked out straight you bent forward 
bent forward like Wendy was saying from your hips because you know otherwise you're just taking all the load through your through your spine and it's not a very efficient position to run in um and and it's a very strange position to run in I mean the only people who run in that's in that position are you know hockey players and, and people who do bobsleigh really so <laughs> it's not you know it's not a sustainable posture to run in um and and you know if you you've gone through a pregnancy, you know, your spine's gone through quite a lot of changes during that period of time as well. So, yeah, I, I would always try and encourage people to go, even like you said to me, you're building up, you know, so when you start your run, even if you do the first minute with one hand, so you, you get more confident to, to get going. Um, and then once you, once you do it, it definitely makes it a lot easier. <laughs> okay, thank you so much. Now, as you've mentioned, you did say that your little ones are growing up fast, too fast maybe. So you're maybe starting yeah. to move away from buggy running yourselves or maybe in the near future. Would you like to talk a little bit about what other projects you're each working on for the future? Yeah, that would be great. Um, so si since stepping away from buggy squad and running with a buggy myself um i have been focusing more on my coaching so i'm doing a lot more run coaching and if people are interested in getting a coach for their running then um they, they can reach out to me and i can help them uh with that so they uh on instagram i'm the buggy coach so that's a way to find me and um i'm continuing to put a lot of focus into my Facebook community. So that's called the Original Buggy Runners, where my goal is just to help answer people's questions, keep, you know, encouraging and inspiring other people. And thankfully, I've got a team of ambassadors that work with me to make sure that every single day of the week, there are people in that group who can answer people's questions, post you know people post routes they post photos um and it's just what you need when you're maybe feeling a little bit isolated struggling for the motivation to escape those four walls you know it will make you feel better but you're exhausted and and actually when you see someone else has got out in the wind and the cold and they've just got it done it, it helps to make you think do you know what i can do that as well so um so yeah those are the two sort of running focus areas for me now and you Ros? oh that's quite a hard act to follow isn't it really <laughs> <laughs> wendy's very inspiring um and mm -hmm. I, i'm very lucky that i get to go running with her still but actually it's quite nice because we get to go running on our own now so we don't get asked for snacks and <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh you what it's always like barbie's dropped out yeah. like, when did when did barbie drop out oh back there back by the bridge oh great <laughs> barbie with barbie did not have a ticket barbie was not registered for this run i don't see why barbie got was allowed out of the house <laughs> I want, once they dropped a whole buzz light year and i didn't notice i mean what how did that happen don't know that, that's why you need like a chariot because you can just zip them in and nothing is coming out of there <laughs> yes um so all oh, upcoming things that i'm doing um 
well, I do from a running point of an actual physical running point of view, I actually need to do a little bit of training. I, I, well, we'll wait and see what Corona throws at us for the rest of this year. But currently, I'm supposed to be running London and Chicago marathons, which are about a week apart. My goodness. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it, I I think, you know, it's not going to be a world record time if I've got to run two in such a short period. But, you know, if I can get through both and, and, be in one piece then that'll be that's always a good outcome for me um so we'll take that and then the the other area of work um as I said as I'm, I'm a physio um, and I'm really passionate about women being active um I'm very lucky I work with elite uh, main athletes I work with are elite female athletes um in team sports and individual and they, they're very inspiring I think to lots of people and to young girls as well. Um, and I have a daughter, Wendy's got daughters, and, and we're both very acutely aware it's really important uh, to be such strong role models for them around, you know, it's good to get sweaty and exercise and it doesn't matter how you look when you're doing things as long as you're having fun and you're enjoying it. And, mm. And that's really important to both of us. So I'm taking that forward in my clinical work um, alongside one of the sports doctors that I work with. And we are currently just in the sort of final processes of setting up a, um, a clinic which is aimed at sort of active women. Hence, it's called the Active Women's Clinic. Um, <laughs> and we're there to support women who either want to return to activity or restart activities, you know, after such, you know, a life event such as having a baby or, you know, they might be going through the menopause or they might be, you know, a younger athlete who's, you know, starting to progress into more regular training. Um, so it could be, you know, at any point of our sort of life cycle, really. And we're there to help support women to sort of feel confident and potentially deal with any injuries or health issues that might get in the way of them being active um so so yeah it's it's uh it's an area that hopefully will grow um and we myself and the doctor i work with dr kate hutchins um are there to help sort of coordinate and help women you know be able to get back to either get back to doing what they want to do but also be able to do it to the best of their ability. And, and we're able to do that because we both come from an elite sport background. So, so yeah, if you want to reach out to us around that, you can um, contact me on my Instagram, which is going to be really confusing because it's under a different name. <laughs> um, but also we'll have, we're aiming to sort of go fully live on the 8th of March on International Women's Day, which is a really important day. So keep your eyes peeled on Instagram and Facebook. And, you know, I'm hoping Wendy might give me a shout out uh, as well. <laughs> I think so. what's so brilliant, though, about this whole concept, which I'm not involved in, but I'm clearly a massive supporter of, <laughs> is I have been fortunate enough to be treated by Ros from a clinical perspective <laughs> and um, actually seen Dr. Kate Hutchins as well through uh, stress fractures, Achilles issues, and they are both at the top of their game. They deal with these amazing athletes in all sorts of sporting disciplines. And by doing this clinic, they're enabling anyone who 
is active to go and see them. And how brilliant to get to see these specialist professionals without going around the houses and, you know, having to dig out names or Google things. And I mean, it's just there in one place. And it doesn't it doesn't mean to say you have to be, um, you know, super skinny and, you know, a professional. Mm. You move a bit and you've got a problem. This, these are the people to talk to. So I think it's genius. I am biased but <laughs> <laughs> no it sounds absolutely amazing it sounds incredible and I can't wait to see how it develops as well ah, thank you <laughs> well thank you yes. thank you so much for um talking about all of these things uh, the buggy running the buggy squad how you met a bit of I can't resist talking a little bit about park run so that's been brilliant <laughs> um, oh, you've got to always talk about park run <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much Thank you. And that brings us to the end of this episode. Thank you so much for listening. I really hope you found all the information and expertise from Wendy and Ross as interesting as I have. For more information on running buggies and the communities we've mentioned today, click on the links in the episode description. There'll be another episode available next week at the same time. But don't forget that all the episodes so far are still available to download and enjoy. If you've enjoyed this, please subscribe, share and leave a review. Looking forward to running with you next time.